everybody. Welcome to the Pastimes Podcast. Uh, each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by Dave Anthony. I'm Gareth Reynolds, and I've never seen it before, and neither is our guest this week, Al Madrigal. Hello, Al. Hey, guys. Hello. Welcome to the Pastimes. No, it's been a while. I, I mean, I see you when you record at ATC, but we haven't been on... I recorded anything for a while, no. so this is, this is big. This is big for you. It's, yeah, is, it's uh, really big for you. <laughs> really big deal. This, this is a big thing. For, a big break, maybe, Al. People might... Yeah, uh, really. Um, this is well, like what Carson was, right? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> and we're we're going to... We'll see if we'll invite you out of the couch. There's a... Uh, we'll drive a couch over, and that's that's when you know you made it. Yeah. You got an NBC deal. Uh, but actually, speaking of uh, real things, you have a comic book called Primo's. That uh, will be available probably when this podcast is out. Yeah, sure. There's one coming out. Um, first one come, came out on February 2nd. And then uh, every month after that, four issues, there were no Latino superheroes. Uh, so we, all, we yeah. tried to keep it that um, way. Yeah, that was so actually long. the yeah. plan. So, yeah. Ugh. You and the the Boise boys like, uh, <laughs> building our Marvel wall. Yeah, exactly. No, it, I I ended up hanging out when I went to the Daily Show. I was on a podcast with the, this guy who it's really weird. It true story, but I look over. You know, I'm 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 a chatty guy. I look over. This guy has a picture of his son on it on an iPad playing basketball and I go, your son plays basketball. I go, my son, it'd be like Dave, you know, if you see a guy with a nine year old baseball player or whatever, you go, Hey, my, uh, my son's in a basketball and he goes, Oh, my son just scored 28 points in a game. And I go, I don't want to one up you, but my son just scored 34 points in a game. Then he takes off his uh, jacket and he's got a San Francisco psycho, uh, you know, that, that uh, t-shirt on. And I go, you from the city? I go, I went to SI and he goes, I went to SI. (laughs) And it's like stepbrothers turns, turns out to be half Mexican, just like me from the other side of the park. Oh, wow. And we went to the same high school. We both have Korean wives, what? same favorite restaurant. He's what? a 49er Warriors and Giants wow. fan. And what? It turned out, and he was the editor in chief of Marvel Comics. Wow. The guy's uh. name is Axel Alonso. And we become buddies, start talking about how there's no Latino superheroes and just uh, decided to do something about it. So, like, seriously, you know, three years later, comic That's book amazing. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. I, 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 I was curious if you'd ever touched him to see if it was actually you you were maybe talking yeah. to and just exactly. having, like, some sort of yeah. psychotic episode or something. We can't occupy the same yeah, space. It's, like, it's the time cop rules, Al. Um, if that, if that's, well, that's amazing. If that story happens with me, the guy goes, my kid scored 28 points, and I go, oh, go fuck yourself. And I, I mumble yeah, and I walk Dave. away. <laughs> Dave slashes his tires. Dave's like, what kind of car do you drive, pal? <laughs> Uh, well, I feel safe saying that you're not going to get uh, any kind of deal out of this show. So that's yeah. I'm happy you got that because we're, we're not a springboard. Yeah, there's nothing good coming out of this for you. Other yeah, words, you know, so. I think you guys sell yourself short. I, I we'll talk about this after, but I think this should be the, uh, the there should be a lot of spinoff uh, sort of dollop. There, you guys are so good at this, and um, you should have other shows. I think listeners probably agree that you're capable of launching more shows. Wow. So wow. I'd like to talk about uh, listen to you, you know, the other things you guys can be doing. Listen, listen to Hollywood magic. <laughs> what a smooth trip, <laughs> loving it. <laughs> It's so you know I make ten no, percent. I know Hollywood. Hollywood <laughs> exactly. magical is here. <laughs> now I'm seeing it. Yeah. Uh, well, Al was asking before we recorded, Dave. When when are we talking about what uh, what era yeah, we, are we in? Are we going? Because Al, what we're finding more recent ones can be crazy, but then when you really go to these eighteen hundred mm. ones, you are like, how the fuck did this yeah. happen? Uh, so, go ahead, take a guess at a year. Well, I have actually my real quick. Hold on, I guess, um, my um, my wife is half Korean, and the newspaper in Dunkirk, New York, when my father in law brought my mother in law back to his hometown, the article read: "Local boy and this Korean woman brings home real life China." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ. And we're teaching her how to make American recipes like casseroles. <laughs> oh my God. It's Jesus. just. 
It just didn't take much to be a little more accurate. I mean, it's just like so little to just be like a little less of, they were like, we, yeah. Yeah, we got it. We spit it out in one. We got it. Let's go. We got the headline. Oh, and that's uh, Dunkirk gets its first Korean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, horrible. Yeah, but then that's just that, a little closer. That would be so woke calling them by the right nationality. <laughs> I know. Yeah. What are we going to get canceled? <laughs> All right. Uh, so the year, do you guys want right, to guess the year? Do you want to guess? I'll go well, 1898. Oh. Oof. I'm going to go. Earlier, I'm going to say this is in 1850. Oh, Al is closer. Damn it. June 10th, 1869. Oh, okay. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah, that is spicy. (laughs) Summer of 69. All right, let's start on page one. Uh, It's in Columbiana, Alabama. It's called the Shelby Guide. So it's near Shelby, right? But it's... Columbiana, which is the, already a bad yeah, name. Yeah, it's a shit. Columbiana is just a shit name for a town. I call it, call I it Columbia. I can't believe that it's or, real. I, I get confused with the add-on letters. It's, just give me the Columbia. You like it? You like it, American? I like it simplified for my little brain. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Tiny little dome. So uh, we're on page one. A it's just so Al. The way these the way these articles worked back then, they'd often just shove shit on a page. There's no headline. They just cram a thing in and they move on to the next thing. And there's no, yeah, it's, it's all, it's just a puzzle yeah. of articles. I've seen yeah. a bunch of these. Yeah. I've seen a bunch of old newspapers before, but so there's no like massive headline with above the fold, no. like photo or anything like that. We're talking like just text crammed yeah. onto a page. It, it feels like stuff. an improvised newspaper. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Like, all right. First article, uh, a good listener, like a poet or a pretty woman is a rare product. It's just, it's not a, <laughs> it's not a news story. It's just, <laughs> what is this? I know that's, that's a welcome. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Cause I don't know. It's just the, I mean, at some point they were like, this should be about news and we're not there yet. They're just like, this is a thought. I love that the first. So th- this is about your prospective spouse, or you, like this I, is yeah. saying you need to be a good listener. Well, let's find out. I mean, right. First of all, he's just taking a swipe at at, at women. He's like, why? Yeah, they why just are take all the women so fucking no- ugly? Like it's just uh, yeah. shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the world is running over with people who can talk and gabble to the end of time and things, but it is only now and then that an attentive ear is to be found. So he's basically this guy is just like, nobody's listening to yeah. me. The article. That's right. Okay. When it is you should make a note of it. Sorry. It's not, there's no commas. There's no, it's hard. Sure. When it is you should make a note of it. Such a listener is sure to be sensible, discriminating, well-bred and well-informed. The chances are that he or she will be the best of company. If a woman tolerably good looking if a man precisely the individual you would cotton to that's the whole article it's more like a facebook post <laughs> it really is it's right it doesn't make but i'm sorry I, again this is the this is page one this is the front it's the front page. page yes this is this is this is the main this is the thing this is you're trying to move right. units with this guy basically yelping women. That's right. Well, he made <laughs> as unattentive. He made to some him. good points. You need to listen. I love that he was like, if you find someone that can is a good listener, they're probably a good looking woman. I'm just you just throwing that out there. Or yeah, tolerable looks. Tolerable, tolerable looks. Well, that's the best kind. This man must be so boring. Uh, all right, so uh, this is still on page one, and uh, a, mo- sure. a model it must be important if it's on page one. A model garden. Uh, we were the recipients this morning of as fine a mess of Irish potatoes as it has ever. That is, sorry, <laughs> it's already a really weird thing to be like, we. Yeah. To start it with my, my wife and I, we've got a bunch, like, it, again, uh, it's not an article. It is, it's just, it's just like someone writes down things they overhear. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, okay. And and this was a this wasn't a daily though. This is or because I could see this that, is a weekly. Yeah, but there really it, aren't that many dailies. Yeah, most of them are. Yeah, awesome. it'd be impossible to get this out. And also, like, how could you come? I because I, I was gonna, I was thinking that this 
could be a daily with like if you were pressed for coming up with regular topics yeah. and you had to, yeah. you know, sporadic contact with the outside world, you know, that's what, that's really what it is. Yeah. If it, if it was like every day, then you'd go like, okay, there was not a lot to talk about, but they're like, we have culled the boring stuff and here is the week's important stuff. So they had a bountiful crop of Irish potatoes in the garden. Yeah. They had us find a mess of Irish potatoes that has ever been our lot to see in this section. So, and they probably hated the Irish at the time. Pro- right, they were probably uh, get them out of here. Oh fuck yeah, this is bad Irish times. Yeah. Oh, without a but doubt, they're potatoes. Yeah, this paper came out on. I mean, even now, <laughs> <laughs> this paper. Some things never change. <laughs> this paper came out on Thursdays. Uh, yeah, okay. honestly, it's the- yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, they came from the garden of Miss Thomas Simpson on Good Street in this city. We are reliably informed that. One fourth of an acre, Miss Simpson has already realized sixty dollars from the sale of winter cabbages and a hundred dollars for potatoes. It's just not so news. It's a, it's a lot, but it's it feels not newsworthy that a lady has a garden. Yeah. I mean that really is the art the art as there more? Well, it just goes on and it, it describes how, how much she has of different stuff. She has potatoes, she's got She's just kind of like produce bragging in the paper, basically. She's like, got a lot of potatoes. Yeah, and yeah. Got a lot of cabbage. She also has uh, tolerable looks, and she's a (laughs) bad listener. Quite a terrible listener. So uh, lock this one down, fellas. She said she's going to, it will thus be seen that she has already realized about $500, and this she's accomplished with her two sons. Not a dollar has been expended for hired labor. So she's not paying her kids. Right. And that's bra- she's bragging. She's like, I got free labor. Yeah. I just pop workers out of this me. Is, this is a story of exploitation. Sure. Sons, right. Well, right? I'm glad you got it there somehow. Sons. Yeah, right. Next, Here we go, Dave. Next Thursday's pa- uh, paper is her. She's dead because someone realized how much money she made off of <laughs> potatoes and cabbage. <laughs> fucking robbed her ass. Like, that's what, the same thing. Like, you can't. That is a significant amount of money. She has cash lying around. A, a desperate man reading this would go over to her house oh, and yeah. get her over the back of the head. Yeah, I mean, we we'll hope so. Sure. Yeah. You don't even ask him out anymore back then. You're just like, I need to take her out of the equation. My mother lives in a small town in England, and this still is basically the news in the small town. She would Like, this would be, like, close to, you know, crops <laughs> is still like, whoa. So today, huge. Today, that would be $10,000. So she's made ten grand from her amazing potato garden, and this became news. Now it's news. Now you would totally rob. Now I get it. Now it's killing time. Capitalism's involved. Yeah, you kill the old lady and her kids, and you take that. I think we were talking about killing her a lot, very freely and often. (laughs) Where I'm like, you know, she's. Can we be happy for her? I mean, (laughs) happy. Right to murder. Okay. I'm happy that she has the money because I'm going to get it. But as somebody, I'm a big gardener. I, I really enjoy gardening. And um, I'm walking around talking about it's a banner year for citrus. So I said, <laughs> yeah. I get it. When I get you, it. Yep. No, when you do grow your own stuff, it's amazing how much you're like, I have three tomatoes. It's like, Nora, that's <laughs> never been something you've bragged about until today. Three, baby. Yeah. Three cherries. How do you want to divvy them up? Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, this one has a headline, Superstitious Sports. Ooh. General ALS of Kentucky. It doesn't even say his name. It's just A period. General ALS. I guess we're supposed to know okay. who it is. Because uh, this sure. is right after the war, the civil one. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, of Kentucky, perhaps one of the best card players in that state would never play a hand or risk a dollar if there was a black cat in the room. Sure. That's okay. Move on. I'm ready to, we've heard the normal part. Where does it get a little, does it get strange at any point? Ex-governor B from one of the Western states, an inveterate. (laughs) She's not. Our details didn't seem to matter so much. A governor from a state. Yeah, not giving up the names, just it's all initials. Sure. Sure. uh, Would never sit down to a table in a room where there was a looking glass. Is that a mirror? Okay. Uh, No, I think that's a magnifying glass. What's a looking glass? A looking glass is more like a kaleidoscope almost, like right? Isn't that uh, sort of where it does? I, th- I believe so. Why would you? Okay, let's see if oh, that's right. Oh, maybe it's like a like a binocular maybe type thing then, like, a, like an opera type 
glass? Because why else would you uh, care? No. If it's a kaleidoscope, you'd be like, that guy's looking. I'm seeing, okay, I'm seeing either a mirror or a magnifying glass. Or, or sort, or, yeah, ba- I think it's a magnifying yeah. glass or a mirror, it seems. It's got to be mirror, right? But I thought, like, through the looking glass was more of a. Um... Now, is that the Nicolas Cage movie? <laughs> is that? Because there's a Nicolas Cage movie called Looking Glass, Seeing is Deceiving. Yeah, that's about a guy in a mirror. We'll talk about that after. It's about but a, that's, I think that's. It's about a guy in a mirror who, and they rob banks together. You haven't seen it. You've seen the movie yeah. I just said. Nicholas Cage in a mirror, and they go around robbing banks. Okay, you're doing a bit. I was focused on some gamblers. Today, you're, you're you're doing comedy. Some gamblers refuse to play if, on entering the room, a left foot crosses the threshold first, and no persuasion can what? induce them to do so until they leave How? and return with the right foot foremost. So they, if they walk into a room and someone has their left leg over, they'll leave until the right leg is placed over, think, or no I crossing is they, existing. I think if they walk in left foot first, if someone the <laughs> level, I mean, at some point you have to pay attention to the gambling. Well, this is any excuse to get up and walk away from That's gambling, right. Rob. <laughs> if you're if you're losing, yeah, it's just yeah, a great exactly. when you're down. Yeah. I, that man walked in with his right foot. I'm fucking out of here. Looking glass. Well, hello. Notice it until now. <laughs> it all makes sense now. There's a looking glass in the room. Nice try, everybody. I'll take my you just, l- losses. You just nod at your buddy and he or winnings and just walk away. <laughs> they hate it when somebody who's up just gets up and takes. Oh off. Yeah, yeah, they really do. Like, <laughs> I'm out of here. I got potato money. Yeah, uh, or you just nod at your buddy in the corner and he drops the black cat. You're like, up, oh, game over. Up, sit by. Knew there was something going on. Well, well, well. Uh, nice try, everybody. So to put that man blinked. <laughs> to, to put your foot on a on the chair of a player is a sure premonition of bad luck. Some never play on Friday. That's the whole article. <laughs> it's super rude, also, to put your your foot on the chair of a player. It, like you would yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cr- Why would you do that? I, even from beyond bad luck, I'd be like, buddy, this is not. It's not appropriate. My, it's an armrest. We've been <laughs> yeah. very clear. And what is the last line of the article, Dave? Um, it was the Friday. Uh, <laughs> the Friday. Some some, some never play on a Friday. So that's another one you could do. I thought it was Thursday. <laughs> There's a black cat, a looking glass, and it's Friday. No, I'm out of here. And that's when the guy with the shotgun strapped to the end of the side of the table goes, you're not going anywhere. Well, okie dokie. It seems like this guy's, uh, I didn't know there was a gun in the room. I'll stick around. I'll play another hand. Hello, sir. Oh, this is a good kitty. What's its name? Hello, friend. You play until the deck's done. All right. All right. Or a cat comes through. Uh, this is just an ad. Uh, Smith's tonic syrup. Right. The genuine article must have Dr. John Bull's private stamp on each bottle. Dr. Bull only has the right to manufacture and sell. Dr. Dr. Bull is a great name for a guy who's clearly putting shit out on the market. What the fuck? Just like a liar, like clearly. <laughs> I'm Dr. Bull. You can trust me. Or my it's an amazing medical uh, companion show to the hit legal drama, Bull. Uh, right? Dr. Bull. <laughs> he goes and he gets his. Uh, he got there's his a lot of people law degree. Yeah, law degree. His MJD. Fox got no. But look, with Bull, we love every. We love the world. We love the character. But people are just not loving the angle. So inst- we're taking you out of the courtroom mm-hmm. and we're putting you into the ER, Bull. <laughs> Dr. Bull only has the right to manufacture and sell the original John Smith's tonic syrup of Louisville. Examine well the label on each bottle. If my private stamp is not on the bottle, do not purchase or you will be deceived. See my column advertisement and my show card. I will prosecute anyone infringing on my right. The genuine Smith's tonic syrup can only be prepared by it's myself. Not an advertisement. Dr. John <laughs> no, This is a threat to the guy that's selling knockoff syrup. This is a direct, this is a threat and an accusation and not an advertisement. So this guy. What are we going to do about this? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm taking out an ad. All right. Right underneath the gambling superstition article is going to be, that's where I'm going to get him. And I'm mark. directing this towards Dr. Carl Jones, who is a bullshit peddler. Yes, Carl. You didn't come up with anything. And you took my pocket watch. The ad on Saturday. Fuck you, Tommy. You're not selling this yeah. shit anymore. Dr. John Bull. 
What does it have? It doesn't even say what it has in it. We don't know what there's, type of There's topic. no room. There's no room yeah. for actual information. This one is just a threat. Uh, like there's no, we have no idea what this stuff does, but he, it's funny. He bought it. He bought the Smith's tonic syrup from somebody else. And now other people are like, oh, I can just make it too. Oh, so it's kind of like ivermectin. We can all make yeah, it. It's very much like ivermectin, except it doesn't work. Very... Whereas ivermectin will get rid of all your parasites. That's absolutely right. Um, we have a little joke down here in the corner. Don't speak ill of old maids. They are the true angels who have refused to make men miserable by marrying them. <laughs> not really, not picking up on that. Uh, it's uh, a joke. Can you hear it one yeah, more time? I, just because I'm sorry. I've, I'm new to, you yeah, fucked yeah, it up. I okay. Don't speak ill of old maids. They are the true angels who have refused to make men miserable by marrying them. So don't be mad at old women because they don't marry men. Be thankful don't, that they're don't not talk married. shit of the old ladies who didn't get married who are probably like twenty three. Uh huh. Because they're uh-huh. they're the good ones because they didn't make m- men miserable by marrying them. Oh, of course. Because very marriage, similar. Is right, is hell, hell, right, hell on earth. I mean, coupling that joke with the good listening uh, article at the top that we started with, I'm starting to sense yeah, a trend here. That this uh, paper is accurate. I get it. I agree. I think that's what I'm responding to as well, Al, that this paper still gets it somehow yeah. and cuts to the core. Yeah. That's awesome. It definitely holds up. Very funny joke. Very funny joke. <laughs> Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help. With Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it. But either way, fun. Half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd. And the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Uh, Headline on this one is just suicide. Oh, great. Really? Uh, Miss Lizzie Mason, whose mother lives at or near Wintempaka, committed suicide. Lovely. Committed suicide at the residence of Colonel Butts, this B-U-T-T-S. It's it's Colonel Butts. Butts. I mean, there's someone is dead, but obviously. It's Butts. Comedically, that's funnier than the previous joke. Uh, In this county on Friday morning, last by taking strychnine. Jeez. Two years ago, her father died, leaving her mother with several young and almost helpless children dependent upon her, which has for some time appeared to weigh heavily upon the young lady who frequently told her relatives whom she was visiting that she, quote, she has nothing to live for, and yet no one entertained any thought that she would destroy her own life. So she's just walking oh, around. Amazing, amazing to, wow. that they, in that time, they're like, boy, she talks about ending it all a lot. <laughs> she's not going to find a husband. How easy was it to kill somebody oh. in 18? Because doesn't it sound like Just. doesn't it sound like Colonel Butts killed her? Dude, Colonel Butts totally no, 100% killed, killed her. I can't believe this is 1860s clue. It was Colonel Butts with the strict nine in the observatory. 
Dude, Colonel Butts Colonel definitely 100%. killed her. There's no doubt. 100%. Colonel Butts. What was she doing over there? Why was she in Colonel Butts' house? Yeah, and everybody was talking about, like, she had nothing to live for. Yeah. Colonel Butts. Oh, she seemed very despondent. Yeah, she was walking she was around all the time. person to take advantage She just of. came over my house and drank strychnine like a young lady will do. Yeah. <laughs> I keep it near the whiskey. She must have misunderstood. <laughs> By the way, what a horrible listener she was. That's on brand. I said no, no. I said no. You have much to live for. Have a whiskey sour. But you know women, they don't listen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he totally killed her. I would love to follow the thread of Colonel Butts from here on out to see if there's more suicides around. It's probably a lot. Uh, Closing of free schools. Dr. Cloud. Hey. Jesus Christ. None of these, I none mean, of these, what's, this sounds okay, made up, right? We've got Bull, Colonel Butts, and Dr. Cloud. It's like a made-up town. It, it's like Mario characters. Dr. Cloud, the incompetent superintendent of public instruction. So right there, they're not sure. big. The paper's not big on the... Seems biased. Acknowledges that his department is in an embarrassing state of circumstances. We supposed it would be, but had no idea that he would acknowledge it. Having miscalculated as to what his department could do, he now recommends the closing of the free schools as soon as possible. I kind of like, I like, I like that the guy admits that he's a failure. That's refreshing. Yeah, he just said, uh, I, I fucked up and we should just shut all the schools down. Um, a solution isn't great, I'm bad at this. He's like, That's the end of free schools. I'm so bad. <laughs> okay. Kids have to pay for school now. That's the end of schools. Oh, okay. This is exciting. Confederate money. Oh, boy. So, yeah. So, there was Confederate money. What They had their own uh, leader on it, whatever. Currency? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had their own cash. How long until, like, that's Bitcoin That's a That's a bad Bitcoin. That's a bad currency because, like, it's all it's just based on slavery. So, you're like, oh, I hope this holds out. I put all my money in Ugh. Confederate money. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. uh, an advertisement appears in a Fayetteville paper over the signature of W.C. Troy offering 10 cents on the dollar for $32,000 of Confederate money uh, on July So 11th. the Confederate currency is not doing great, it seems. Well, that's, yeah, that's not 10 cents for 32000 I think 000. Toys R Us money is actually <laughs> technically worth more right now. Your pesos. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this is really bad. (laughs) Ten ten cents. I mean... $32,000. Ten cents. Ten cents, yeah. At 15 cents for $67,000. Who could have... Coming home to your wife with that news? Like... (laughs) Good news. I hope you sold a lot of potatoes. Because... Maybe that is, oh my God, is there her potato money in Confederate God, money? Not. And it's not that much. Yeah, that not. better not be tied up. I mean, it's Alabama. Maybe it is. But it, I mean, it is like, I read this thing the other day about this guy who like took all their savings and put it in crypto and had to explain to his wife like, well, it's not good, honey. That's very similar. We're like, I really thought the South, they keep saying the South will rise again. I guess that's just some bullshit talking point because I can get 10 cents on a dollar. It's not. Rising. I don't own any cryptocurrency at all, but it's hard for me to believe that that's not eventually going to be a thing because it's yeah. like it seems like it's definitely going to become a thing. You've, you've yeah, people, just like anything digital, like the world is going to become more digital, yeah. not less. Well, like digital. you know, China is creating; they're going to digital currency. Like uh, all these places, everyone's going to start making digital currency at some point. But we have dollar bucks. On the right We'd actually love to bucks? sell you some of, our, some of our dollar bucks, Al. We've had, I well, have a lot of dollar bucks, and then oh, I that's learned great. that I only give ten dollar bucks. We're only ten. Just ten cents on the dollar. But I, I really, Al. Yeah. Again, we we told you when you invested this. You get yeah. ready for some yeah. dips. Gonna, Just hang with us. Go up and down. If anything, what Dave is suggesting is buy some more. So we'll sidebar after this, but maybe it's yeah. Buy the dip. You know what I mean? Buy buy the dip. Now's the time to get more dollar money, not less. Oh, we got another ad. Dollar bucks. Oh, good. Come out of no, the jaws rent. of death. All right. Great. I'm still around. I'm listening. Hesitation and delay is suicide. Doc- Dr. Shit's live pills. <laughs> One minute will save a life. Life in a pill box. Life in a pill box. It says that twice in a row. 
And we listened. And we listened. Is this the Sacklers? Dr. McGill's anti bilis pills. Billu Billuis? Billuis. Billuis? B-I-L-L-I-U-S. B-I-L-I-O-U-S. Is that like bloating? I can't imagine. It is. A it's, f- uh, it's going to be something. It, I'm enjoying the way that they use it in the sentence. Uh-huh. It's affected by or associated with nausea or vomiting. Quote, I had eaten something that didn't agree with me. I was a little billowous. So, so yeah. So it sounds like it, it's your digestive system. It's just. Getting, yeah. Liver, liver issues. Which I would imagine everybody had constantly back then. Just oh, drinking stop all diarrhea like if you took a like a solid poop, that was the version of diarrhea. You'd be like, I gotta go home. A solid thing came out of me today. Yeah, that, I'm not I'm not feeling right. That gets in the paper. If you take a solid one. Yeah. How many solid DMs do you think there <laughs> like, actually were? And they were freaked out. I don't know, something's wrong with me. It wasn't watery and painful. I'm a little concerned. Well, that's it. That's wow. the ad. It says one pill is a dose twice, and then they're, then they're done. So, I, sure. so it makes you not shit. And well, it's at least better than just spending your ad talking shit about another doctor. I kind of prefer like, subtweeting. Like, would, of course, you. It's do. like early Mister yeah, Show you're, when you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Doctor shits die pills. East Butler's statue, General Troop Sturv- Sturdivant. Mine host of the troop house in this city has purchased and placed prominently in his office at an alarming expense, a statue of an old notorious spoon thief of Massachusetts. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. So, There's somebody, can you stop? <laughs> you please, I mean, First of all, run it the back. fucking names of these people. <laughs> Jesus. It is. If you put them in a script, like they'd be like, we love what you're doing. Just the names are bon- obviously give them real names every now and then. That'll just help kind of make your comic okay. ones. Enorm- what is it? Enormous expense? An like alarming expense. Re- re- <laughs> alarming expense. Wait, is but what? Start start from the top okay. real quick. Nick. General <laughs> Troop T R O U P. General Troop. It's just if you're in the army, troops are like it. Just feels so invented that it really- it's like someone was like, "What's the general's name?" General Army and uh, Gen- General yeah, Troop. It's- it's who's on first. Yeah. Get me troop. Yeah. What's your troop, sir? <laughs> Get me the general. General troop? Not the troops, the general. <laughs> okay, general, general troop. General troop, a stirred event. Mine host oh of the troop house in this city. Wait, Dan, I'll stop it. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> mine. What of the troop house? Mine host. So he- M-I-N-E host. So it must be a, it must have something to do with the mine, right? Sure. So, like a miner's hangout, maybe? Yeah. Okay. So, the miner watering hole the, by General of Troop. Of the Troop House, which is his first name. So, he must have named the place so after he's his got a first troop. name. Got it. Sure. Something made sense, finally. In this city, has purchased and placed prominently in his office. I mean, I forgot about this. It's already been so crazy. I forgot about this part, which is the weirdest. Spoon thief. This is a <laughs> statue. At an alarming expense, a statue (laughs) of the old notorious spoon thief of Massachusetts. So he's the the well-known rapper, old notorious spoon thief. Spoon thief. I mean, it's a breakfast deer. It's like a character from Lucky Charms that you would have. I got another one of my lucky spoons. (laughs) Oh, I've buried it in the yard like a dog with a bone next to the rich potatoes. Don't tell anyone of my spoons. I mean, break like a cat burglar going into places, walking by crystal decanters and expensive vases, and then just opening cutlery drawers and just taking a handful of rusty old spoons. That'll do. My calling card. I've been struck again by the spoon thief. I mean, at at this time, our people are probably stealing silverware and melting it down. Like, so... It, but even then, that would be, he would take handfuls of cutlery. Just the spoon. But he's just, he's coming home. His wife's like, look, I married a criminal. What'd you get, babe? Did you get anything important today? I got another bag of spoons. Jesus Christ. Well, I leave him. You don't need any more spoons. I leave him to forks and knives, you know. 
Hey, I thought about taking that fork, but it just looks like it's got less silver than a bloody spoon. <laughs> oh, this is the mansion that Spoon's built. A statue of the old notorious spoon thief of Massachusetts who is now engaged. Someone made a statue. Someone bought a statue. Okay, and he's engaged. Who is now engaged in concocting a new bill for the consideration of Congress at its next session, looking to a, another reconstruction of the states we live in. Oh, so this is, uh, this is some sort of war dig statue, maybe? The, what better to dig with than a spoon? The statue made of bronze plaster of Paris represents the old woman insulterer and spoon thief in the full uniform of a U.S. major general carrying an enormous spoon at a right shoulder shift with a large bag of coin just stolen from some public or private bank in New Orleans in his left hand. I mean, the, uh, the, okay. I statue. Okay, so this the statue is of a man. It sounded like it was a woman for a minute. Uh, yeah, I think it switches back and forth there. It's a little confusing. It. Okay, but either way, it's the statue of the notorious spoon thief with a bag full of bank money. So maybe is Al right that there was maybe this was like I mean were spoons? I know we had Confederate money. Were spoons currency? Were there portions of America where you could? That'll be five spoons. No, but I, I looked up war. I looked up spoons. And then, and then this person has the spoon, like almost like their bayonet over their shoulder in some sort of army. I'm Googling spoon thief statue. Just nothing. <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> All of a like sudden, your phone rings and it's like Google headquarters. Oh, yeah, so we're like, congratulations. Hey, Al, Al, you've actually uh, you've done something that not a lot, only under 100 people have done. I got it. What do you got? Uh, The short walleye, this is from a book, uh, Capital Man, the epic story of reconstruction. Uh, The short walleye Jendler Butler, who had introduced the term contraband to describe fleeing slaves, was dispatched by Lincoln to oversee New Orleans after the city was taken by Union forces. Uh, So people are, you know, it's everyone's like, fuck, it's conquered and Butler responded by seizing control of the press, arresting people openly disloyal to the union. He also ordered the public hanging of a youth named Billy Mumford, who had climbed onto the top of the roof of the U.S. Mint to remove a flag. Uh, And for allegedly pilfering silverware in China from elite residences, Butler earned the nickname Silver Spoon and Spoon Thief. I still don't fully understand. So the person was stealing the spoons. Why just spoons though? Would, would that not again be a rational? So this is, right? uh, this is the pilfering part of war. So beware of the power. <laughs> I found something. I've so this is, this is, you know, they, they are the troops would just go through the South and go in houses and takes it. Cause that's how they sure. make money. Sure. So the troops are just stealing from houses and they're stealing. So they call them spoon thieves. Cause it's one of the things they're taking. Uh, got okay. it, got it. Like they're taking everything from our houses. He's a spoon thief. So this guy, you know, what would be a better term would be thieves. <laughs> yeah. That would probably be a little helpful in this. So they, so they, so this guy, put up a statue of the general butler i I completely forgot about the statue (laughs) (laughs) so this guy's created a controversy because in his weird little slop house or whatever he is supporting the i mean he's created a statue of spoon but the statue has an actual spoon yes that's just a huge spoon Okay, and so over his shoulder like a rifle. Yeah, yeah. So this person, okay, and that's all it says. That's it. It just it doesn't say he's an asshole. When you read articles, are you supposed to leave with a head full of questions? I don't think it should be more confusing. I I feel like you you shouldn't regret having read what you just read. I felt like I was doing Sudoku. Uh, This headline is testing kerosene oil. Good. The Scientific American gives the following mode of testing kerosene. Fill a cup with warm water, the temperature of which should be brought to 100 degrees Fahrenheit, 
Pour the oil on the water. Apply flame to the floating oil by match or otherwise. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, I mean... What's the problem? This horrible advice, I would no, I'm, think, I'm right? Teaching you, I'm teaching you Probably. to test your kerosene. <laughs> Here's the way you want to test gas. Put a lighter to it. Did you die? You had gas. <laughs> so ridiculous. If the oil is on... <laughs> it's the same guy that's selling the fake Dr. Bull. Uh, <laughs> is out there. Hello, I'm Dr. Bull with gas thoughts. Yeah. Okay. If the oil is unsafe, it will take fire, and its use in the lamp is dangerous, for it is liable to explode. But the oil is safe well, and good. I'm sorry. That is the that's the point that we were. I mean, really, they are basically saying, I, find out if your oil's explosive, it's and then if it explodes, it was explosive. But they're saying if it catches fire, but so that means if it doesn't catch fire, then it won't. Then it won't then burn. Use it. But uh, you're yeah. supposed to burn oil. That's. Uh, it's not great. <laughs> not super helpful. I'm really starting to understand why that girl committed suicide. I'm, uh, I'm totally, <laughs> honestly, like she was just like, there's spoon statues. People are lighting gas to see if it's usable. I'm out of here. Uh, here's a wanted ad down in the very, very far corner. Wanted. Chi- wanted. Logic. Wanted. Chickens, ducks, butter, eggs, and dried peaches for which I will pay the highest market price. Yo- That's how shopping worked back then, right? John Leeper. Yeah. Please an ad. Wanted. Soup. Let me know. <laughs> Hungry I'll now. Top dollar. Top yeah. dollar. Hungry hey, now. What's that, what's that ad I paid for it coming out? I'm fucking stopped. Fucking starving. Starving. I mean, I mean, starving. We're almost here. Oh, sh- I'm very hungry. Shit, it's a weekly? What, 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 how do we get a hold of this person? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, it, just says, part of the- it just says his name, John Leeper. <laughs> I guess he just. I'm looking for John Leeper. He needs some ducks and butter. Has anyone seen him? <laughs> well, I've got ducks and butter for a man who put an ad in the paper. Below that is just big bold letters, breakfast bacon, and there's nothing else even. Is that, it just says, and that's connected to the article well, right, or there's no? There's a line and then below it it says breakfast bacon. So and it's that's, separate. That's the whole. That's how a, do we get it? Oh, no, well, sorry. Al, you're going to want another paper, read this. honestly. That's, yeah. uh, you want to read directions weekly. This is, this is suggestions. This says breakfast bacon, one box for sale by Bruce Harris. <laughs> so one. there's a man, there's someone like, I need food. And there's a guy below like, I'm trying to get rid of bacon. And they were <laughs> hilarious. But he's like, the I got a guy for bacon. Right. And uh, he just, I know I can get rid of it. I know a guy. <laughs> We, he's got one box of bacon. You know what? Just give me give me three. I'm sure I can get rid of the other one. Yeah, it's, you, how are you going to do it? <laughs> I'll just place an ad. Don't worry. I'm going to go to street corners. Worst case, I'll just put an ad in the paper. <laughs> All right. I have a thing of bacon. Breakfast bacon is uh, just bacon. Yeah, it's bacon. bacon. Mm-hmm. It's not Canadian no, bacon. It's just bacon. regular, it's regular. Probably bacon. just yeah. Not a lot of an hour attached to it. Uh, so we have. Sometimes uh, these papers will um, explain to us how things work in the rest of the world. They just throw in random facts. And this one is love intrigues in Egypt. So this is a... I'm sure this is going to be very accurate. Small town paper in Alabama. <laughs> an, an article written from someone who's never been to Egypt, I for sure. no idea no. what they're about to write <laughs> No, about. they spell Pharaoh <laughs> with an F. An Egyptian girl or woman... Concealed behind her schnabak window, shoe, it must be shoebach. It must be shoebach. It's 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 okay. Um, smeared. Uh, okay. Sees pass a man who pleases her fancy. So we're setting the scene, right? There's a lady in a window. She sees a dude. So she's looking. She's like that okay. guy's hot. She okay. calls, and as the head of the unknown is raised, a flower, a note, or a handkerchief is dropped at his feet. This is not true. So you see a guy you like, and then you throw a handkerchief at his That's feet. Right. This is not... Sure. It's like a poke on Facebook. This is not yet a rendezvous, but an invitation no. to come again near the place. So she's saying... Okay, so, so you go, I got kerchiefed. I think this lady yeah. likes me. She threw a hanky at my yeah. shoe. She's back in the fuck window, you know what I mean? Easy, Dave. Yeah. Uh, at, the, at the moment the favored one leaves the spot, the door opens, and a eunuch... What? This took a turn. <laughs> oh, 
honestly, what? No wonder no. she's throwing hankies at dudes. This, is, like, now, this oh. is where fiction takes hold. <laughs> yes, this, is where, <laughs> this guy doesn't know guy, what the fuck he's This guy's about. like, they want it to be 800 words. Oh, my God. Also, when you're dropping a handkerchief from a high window and you're, you see like a hot guy walk by, I mean, you really got to nail the time. Yeah, down. a marble would probably make more sense. <laughs> Something yeah, a little. Drop float. a feather at your lover. No, not you. Put it near oh, his shit, feet. Shit. Put that oh, near his feet. Put that near his feet. Yeah, if, if, this eunuch <laughs> keeps me trapped up here. If also the ugly guy behind. She's like, no. Oh, boy. No. Hello there, lady. Well, I got feelings for you, too. So where do the where does the unsullied uh, come in? So he? the door opens and a eunuch or negress follows him. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, it's out. I told you this is all everything's yeah. racial. This servant is charged to know who he is, where he rests, and what his name and condition in life. Oh, so he's got a guy behind or a lady yeah. behind him, and they're like, hey. so here's his deal. He owns a bookstore. Yeah. Yeah. I, he loves fucking pants. <laughs> he likes jogging. <laughs> he's got a bad eye. But he's a pretty good guy. Uh the day after. If in passing... Hey, what's the deal with that eunuch? <laughs> what's going on with your eunuch? Huh? Uh, so I cut his balls off this guy and he follows me around and tells people what I do. Hello. The day after, in passing by the same house, if a flower or other token again falls from the same window, the lover knows that the report of the servant, servant is made and that his suit is favorably received. So just goes on and you on. drop a handkerchief mm-hmm. and then someone is like, here's his deal. Then when that person Locked comes back, again. you drop yes. a flower and then you're like, okie dokie. Yeah, it's, it's on. Fuck a clock. The eunuch who follows is your dating profile. It, and it, the second flower is the match. Right? Yes. Is like- yeah. Well, the handkerchief. Yes. It's ba- well, the handkerchief is the match. And then the flower is the rendezvous. The flower's like, I like right. you. Let's actually meet up. Bring your eunuch. I'll bring mine. We'll have a whole <laughs> separate table for them. Bring your eunuch. Bring your eunuch. It's fine. It's fine, fine. We don't care. We don't care. We're cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut through some of this because it goes in a dialogue. But basically, he, then the guy gives what is an old dame uh, three pieces of gold mm-hmm. and keeps okay. asking to see uh, the girl. And then she finally okay. says, yeah. All right. After three pieces, she's like, "Yeah, this guy's, this guy's bringing it." So, I see. You know, all of this is made up because, yeah. like, the the facts, the potato facts, like that. Just there's nothing, no bullshit there. It's just that's Straight exactly how it goes. Forward, but this but, guy when he can start, you know. Yeah. No. It, it up. it's got a lot of and then to it, which is kind of the calling card of the fibber. And then there's gold. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he puts uh, one piece out. She likes that. He comes back another day, two more. Then they get married and um, yada, yada. <laughs> then they forget forever. That's did Egypt. The, uh, did I say the flower thing yet? Uh, uh, yeah, they, and then they drop a flower. Yeah. Did I mention that they have eunuchs? Oh, well, they do. One per person in Egypt. That's how they do it. Um. By the way, don't go to Egypt and try to corroborate any of this. <laughs> They'll probably look at you like you're crazy. That's their way. Yeah, so it just goes on like that. There's no reason to continue because it just it just <laughs> continues on. I mean, to be unreadable in a paper at this time really says yeah, something. Yeah, it's really. For you to be like, this is not worth reading, really. Yeah. It's unique. It's a rarefied error. Um, more about the Chinese is oh, the headline. God. I feel like this is, <laughs> it's not a good start. Continuation from oh, yeah. oh, yesterday oh, last week. More about the Chinese, which I started uh, last month. During the year 1868, China and Japan sent over 10,000 people against 3,300 in 1867 and 2,300 in 1866. We're counting the Chinese. I mean, During the first four months of the current year, we, we received from that country 2,800 people. The arrivals this year from Asia will probably exceed those of any previous year. So they're just counting Chinese. Well, guess what? It never stopped. That's <laughs> <laughs> just... It kept on coming. I mean, you really are greasing the wheels for the... 
the future that we know. You know what I mean? Like just starting to pepper the steak a little bit. Just boy, a lot of Chinese is showing up. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> the New Orleans Times says that the only reasonable objection urged heretofore in the importation of Asiatics has been wow. the charge that the Chinese and Japanese were heathens. But a writer in the last number of that radical magazine, the Atlantic Monthly. <laughs> that's <laughs> still that's that's radical, <laughs> radical rag. <laughs> uh, finally disposes of this charge by proving that the Christian religion was to a great extent engrafted upon the Buddhist, which they profess. So they're saying they're not that bad because Buddhism is kind of like Christianity a little yeah. bit. So, Well, it's also really, I mean, when they're like, we've got a news about the Chinese. This is about the Japanese. It's like, okay, sure. Nice work as usual. Very distinct. I like Asiatic. Like, yeah. You just went with it. Like, I thought Oriental was like the oldest like yeah, right? term used, no. but I had no idea about Asiatic. No, nope. neither. Yeah. <laughs> it shows you how far we came with uh, your buddy. Was it your buddy's wife when she came no, out? To my your, mother-in-law. Your mother-in-law. God. I mean. Uh, real life China doll. Uh, real life. Oh my oh. God. Uh, turning the children <laughs> out to strawberries. Miss J- sure. Miss J Crane, one of the veteran fruit growers of New Jersey, says that the best. Oh, you don't need to tell us. We know, know she's been in the fruit yeah. game a while. She says J Crane. Yeah. You know. Uh, she says the best medicine for sick or delicate children is strawberries. Oh my God! We all know that. So she's Pentecostal, basically, it's, but with strawberries. It's true, though. If you give, if you just fill a kid up with strawberries. Just have you tried giving him a bunch of strawberries? Just put them in every hole. Yeah, he still has smallpox. Yeah, but give more strawberries. More. He needs more. At a late meeting of the Fruit Growers Club, he rem- Oh, this is Mister. Sorry. Here, 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 here. Sorry, we had to meet so late, everyone. It's just that we can't let people know about what we're doing in the soil. He remarked that now that whenever any of his children were taken sick in winter or early spring, he tried to get them along with as little medicine as possible until strawberries began to ripen. <laughs> Wait, so he's saying he uses medicine until strawberry no, season? No. no, as little as he can. Like he's light on the doctor bulls. So he and then, and he then when it's so it's basically the produce. Can yeah. you hold your cancer until spring? The strawberries That's will come in in March. Sp- Here we go. All right. We only lost three. Put strawberries in them. That'll get them back. Don't get sick in October. Uh, oh, oh God. I, t- I warned you kids not to get a cold during flu season. And so after they ripen, then they were let loose in the patch. Like Tasmanian <laughs> so, devils, just, just like cartoons. They're, just, they're sick kids. They have some sort of... Just, <laughs> let them loose in the patch. Boom. Just straight down on face down. Just ah, that's strange. I don't know what that's all about. Take her, take her, just take her a little bit. Get her, get her, Put a strawberry in her. Chew, chew it even with her dead jaw. Use your hands to manipulate a chewing motion. She'll be back. She'll be back. It is hoped that every man that lives in the country. Ha- hey, I got a bunch of sick kids in a wagon. You mind if they run around and just eat off the vine? Can they just graze in your strawberries? Oh, look at all the sick kids in this town. Oh, boy. It is hoped that every man that lives in the country has a strawberry patch large enough to allow his children a full supply of this healthy and delicious fruit. I mean, it's look, they're good for sure. No doubt. Yeah, it's um, medical cure all. I uh, mean, I mean, look, sure. There's probably someone during COVID who's like strawberries actually really helped. Strawberries really helped me through my dark through your fake through your fake virus. Yeah, excitement, a disease of society. Wow, that's a headline. Sorry, that's a headline. headline. (laughs) (laughs) Enough already. This is like Larry David. Yeah, it it, it is. Everybody. Settle down. The old person time. Yards have never been trampled more. Enough already. Have you ever seen the photo of Larry David 
uh, at Civil War sites with his daughter. Oh, it's the best. And he's the he's best. like fawning over a oh, Civil War cannon, no, and she's he's, just like he's he's pre- he's pretending that he like fired the oh, cannon, yeah. looking off, and she's standing there like a teenager. <laughs> like, oh, so God. good. Yeah, this country is greatly benefited by German immigration. Yes, the Chinese were worried about, but those (laughs) Germans, get them in. Get them in, these trusty Germans. There's one thing I trust, it's a German. The peculiarly philosophical tendency of of a German mind, the calm patience with which it investigates all questions of importance, the independence Mm. with which it rejects what is considered false and asserts what it believes to be true are elements of character and good citizenship anywhere, but are particularly viable in a mixed population like the American. What? It it seems like a different slant than the, than the Chinese uh, article. I don't agree. I don't agree one bit. I think they're very similar. They're both saying, come here, but uh, look, the Chinese we have to keep an eye on. And some of our Chinese are Japanese, but that's neither here nor there. The Germans, you want them rubbing off on you. Because they're brains. You know, absolutely. They're smart brains that will never deviate from moral high ground. Um, Oh, there's more coffee. Uh, Coffee for sale here. Six sacks of coffee just received and are for sale by Bruce Harris. So we're just mixing in the, the classifieds fit in wherever they all, do. This, like just, usually they don't, but this paper yeah. just has them spotted around. Spattered about, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So the the classifieds, you got your bacon. There's one box of bacon. Got guys looking for peaches and eggs, and yeah. then yeah, what are we? We're selling coffee. Six. No, I mean essentially we're going, we're going like, yeah, you got to keep an eye on the Chinese. Strawberries cures children from disease. <laughs> the Germans are pretty good. Anyone need coffee? Yeah, I got a bag this of is, bacon. Uh, I, I got. A bag. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> this is this is the rantings of a madman. Man has solid movement. Oh my god, we did one with Karen that was like. A guy had a cold and he was mad at everybody. It was, he couldn't even believe it was a paper. It's just um, a good hit. That somewhat notorious sheet, the imperialist, sometimes makes a good shot, as will be seen by reading the following. Okay, so they've taken something from another paper. Right, okay. That intensely red Republican sheet, Wilkes Spirit. So it's a paper talking about another paper. So this paper printed okay. another paper talking about so another this, paper. So it's re, we've retweeted twice. It's retweeted a retweet. Okay. So okay. You, someone took a screenshot and and then tweeted that, and then someone retweeted the screen the screenshot with another comment. Okay. Um, okay. That intensely red Republican sheet, Wilkes Spirit of the Times, scouts at the theory that all men are not born equal. Nevertheless, he devotes whole pages to the pedigree of racehorses. Mm-hmm. Blood, it seems, will tell in horses, but not in men. Whether Mr. Wilkes is descended from a king or cobbler is, in his opinion, a matter of no consequence, but it is vastly important that his horse should trace his origin to some equine aristocrat. Oh, so so basically they're like, it doesn't matter who you're from as a man, but horses, we need to know their lineage, essentially. Right, because he's saying that. Ma- and, of how good of a... So, horse it is. So I would say this guy writing the article is like, no. A shit bag. Yeah, he's like, you should, it's all about people breeding too. Right? He's like, people should be bred. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a total. Oh, okay. He's a total. Okay. So he's, yeah, he's great. Shit. So, uh, sure. Little eugenics maybe? Yeah, it's a little eugenics. Yeah, it's totally eugenics 100%. Okay. Remember that show, Quantum Leap? You know, oh, yeah. Coming back. Yeah. If you, if you leap... <laughs> Into this city, this time, you got to be just like that. Show would be hilarious. He would never leave. He would live in like 1869 forever. Like I still don't understand the mission. You have to cure this child with strawberries, Sam. (laughs) Find the spoon thief. I don't know. It's this guy. I don't know. Nothing makes sense. He dies in 1869. Show over. Yeah, just keep saying, oh, boy. <laughs> so this is our last one. Um, okay. It's a woman, and she writes, there's a letter to the paper. And it's really long, and the woman is just kind of babbling. 
Tell me to fucking listen. Yeah. Let you listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see how well you listen. <laughs> uh, editor, pencil continues to excite my wonder. And pencils in quotes. Okay. What shall be done with him? Were it not for the fact of his possessing powers of endurance greater than metals, one might be content to let him alone and allow him to kill himself. He resembles a worthy friend of ours who always does butter when there is something to butt against. Oh, this has got to be about. Uh, oh, it's about Doctor Butts. <laughs> General Butts, sorry, General Butts, Doctor Bull, Doctor General Butts, and it's strychnine. This is what this is about. Okay, the fate of Collins Ram, that indomitable sheep that butted all his body away except a fragment of the last extremity, is no warning to our man of the gutta percha order. He will have this to say. He fears not man nor regards a woman, especially if she possesses a ninny head. What sort of a ninny head? I have heard of tiny hands and tiny feet, but a ninny head is something strange. I believe there are no heads from the ninny kind up here in Shelby. Okay. So um, I'm going to cut to the end. Oh, please don't. <laughs> Our farmers in this, she's still, this is the same letter. Our farmers in this country sure. are pleased with the wheat crop. It is much better than they expected. But the oats are greatly injured by the late drought. Other crops are well worked and, a, and clear of grass, but they are slowly growing yeah. for want of rain. Um, berry pie will be soon out of fashion. One of the It seems like there's this clear message, which I'm, I, I'm enjoying. There's a direct... One of the most interesting objects thesis. of attention, which I have recently been led to consider, is the large number of children that have been born during the last six months. Mm, Every it's alarming. Everywhere we don't have enough strawberries. Everywhere I go, I find some of these miniature men and women. <laughs> okay, well that is how I'm going to refer to children from now on. They are no longer boys and girls. They are miniature men and women. Look at this little <laughs> fucker! Hey, hey, what the fuck? I'm just shocked whenever you see kids. Look, look at his little shirt. <laughs> Every time. Oh my God! There's five more. You got so five more little men and women. So he shrunk that woman. This little, this man is tiny as hell. <laughs> you know, he's covered in crayon. What's, what does this man do for a living? I demand to see some ID from this little gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> the climate of Shelby appears to be particularly adapted to the growing of children. And many of our people are enthusiastic on the baby question. Just the other day, an esteemed friend of mine stopped his plow in the pharaoh and took me to see his baby. The sight was worth Let me show you my baby. I don't need to work in the Look how miniature he is. Oh, this is a bald this is a miniature bald man. <laughs> the sight is worth seeing, for he is a perfect jewel of a boy. Very truly yours, Penna. What the fuck? That was the rantings happened. of a crazy woman. I mean, I've learned a lot about what to call boys. I mean, really, it is now from now on miniature metaphor. Everybody in this whole fucking town is <laughs> yeah. walking into a school. Look at all these miniature men and women. And then you got a real size man there talking to that little man. I like, I like to go see the miniature people eating the strawberries in the fields in March. Uh, I think I found our next president. He's a miniature man, but he speaks to the core of the problems of this country. More Germans, less Chinese. Oh my god! This little man gets it. That was quite the. Uh, uh, that last one's amazing. That is just. I mean, it's just someone like complaining about five topics basically, yeah. and then they were like, "We have room. Let's put it in the and, paper." And carrying over something about a pencil to now from the previous yeah. paper, which is just seems like madness. It seems like she's talking about an yeah, actual pencil. That seemed like the craziest part until every other yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, it grows. It builds. Um. Well, learned a, Al, you, le you learned a lot today, right, Al? Oh, my God, a tremendous yeah. amount. a lot I mean, to think about. Asiatics, yeah. I had no idea that the, the Confederate um, you know, money was just absolutely fucking... Oh, and you knew it was worthless, but I didn't realize yeah. that it was like 10 cents to $32,000. Yeah. That's crazy. Insane. That's crazy. Like yeah. that, I would commit to is that I'd drink strychnine if I had. Well, any if you money. drank that strychnine, I'd just fill your mouth full of strawberries and welcome you back and be <laughs> yeah, like, boom. "There you go, Be's buddy. Back. Welcome back. That was close." I'm allergic to strawberries, by the way. Are I'm you really? I'm allergic to strawberries and pistachios. What happens when you eat a strawberry? 
nah, just get just take a Claritin. But it's not it's not too you know it's not a horrible reaction. But it's grass is the big one, and then grass. cats like uh, cander. I would never be able to hang out with fucking Gary. It's actually Gareth, and as you can see, right there, <laughs> a beautiful painting of my cat, and um, he'd love to meet you. Uh, bring my little boy over. Uh, well, thank you very much, Al. Thank you for joining us. I had a great us. time. Uh, anytime, fellas. Uh, and uh, great. Let's do one tomorrow. On launching. <laughs> nope, can't do tomorrow. Oh, but, uh, Friday works. <laughs> you said you said and Al. I mean, if we'll talk when, about when, it. Do we know when the date was of the last one that I did when I did a dollop at the. Uh, oh my when, god! When, oh my right, god! That Seriously, that was so fucking long. It was ago. when you were wrapping the Daily Show, so it would be was like. It? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it has to be after that because it was at, well, it was at Meltdown and Meltdown's yeah. been closed for what, three, four years? But I think it still probably had about a year it left. Is, when we it came on on August 3rd, 2015. So it was probably recorded that week. Holy wow. shit. And you think back to that time, we were probably like, man, the world's so fucked. <laughs> and I would just do anything to have 2015. You know, I'll do what, seven years from now? Yeah. Yeah. Pop on another one. Yeah. And we'll be like, man, 2022 seems so great <laughs> now. It was crazy then, and we thought it was so bad. <laughs> so bad then. Uh, well, thank you, Al, and uh, Thanks, fuck Alex. you, Dave. Oh, my-